Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Club Pod. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Welcome to another episode of the pod, guys. Today I'm filling in for Milan, and I'm here with Jayan. And today we're going to be talking about the Champions League final and the Europa League final. Just a quick look back on it. Um, so this is going to be a good topic because uh, we all know Jayan loves Man United. So let's start with that one then. Jayan, where did it go? all go wrong? Well, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even watch the game. You're lying. <laughs> I, swear, I swear, ask anyone, bro. Ask anyone. Ask anyone. I was out. I, I already had pre and well, I already had plans that day. And obviously I can't because of commitments, you can't cancel. So that's not to say I'm not watching it or I'm not keeping up to date on my phone, but I'm only looking at stats basically. So Horrible. obviously from what I've heard on Twitter and obviously some of my mates and stuff, like it was shit, like shit shows and we were shocking, crap, nothing, nothing good came about. And obviously the only thing I watched was penalty shootout. And to be honest, on both sets, the penalties were like amazing. More so on their side, you know, they were like top bins every, every bloody uh, shot. But uh, obviously, like I said, for the last probably like four or five weeks anyway, I think from that Liverpool loss that we had, we've been shit up and from that moment up until like up until whenever. I think Liverpool once I think we, there was a period where we confirmed second, and then after that, we all fell off pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, it just it just literally went shit. It just it just went to shit. Like everything went flat, really flat. You know, and it, it was just exactly like the start of the season. So it was a wrong time to kind of dip off. You know what can you do? Just shows like you know there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah, I think I think in the first half particularly, you guys had a lot of possession that you didn't really make the most of, and then you had a couple of chances here and there. Um, McTominay, to be fair, played really well. Um, now I mentioned this to um, a couple of other people that I was speaking to about the game. Now the big players for United in that final went missing. And I'm, I'm looking at the likes of Bruno, Bruno Fernandes particularly, because all of the hype, you know, comparing him to De Bruyne, saying him, he, he's so good and whatnot, um, went missing. He goes, he goes missing in the big games, in my opinion. Um, uh, you can't say he goes missing in the big games. That's yeah. just bollocks, bro. But the thing is, bro, you, you can't compare. You can't compare him. You're expecting him to turn up every game, bro. No, that's, that's not the point. The point is, there's other players like Rashford, Pogba, but, but all these donies, they in, all got to chip in. Rashford was injured, to be fair to him. He got injured quite early he, on. He's, obviously, he's been, he's been injured for a while now, but, um, but still, there's, there's still enough quality there for your star man to sometimes dip off in performance who's carried you for like fucking 18 I th- I think months. The, the reason, the reason I'm making that point, actually, is because of the hype he gets from the players. Like, it's natural for players to dip off and, like you said, like... It happens. Yeah, it is. But he's not he's not been on the best of he's not been on the best of form for the probably the last probably I'll say even longer than five weeks, you know, probably about six weeks, I'd say. But that shows on United's kind of shows his human uh, as well. United's kind of calibre as well, you know, where where they're kind of ticking along and what what's going on from their side. But like I said, you can't always have 
one person, you know, kind of ticking you along in that whole game. Someone else has to step up as well sometimes, you know, someone else, whatever it is. And that, that, that's why there's always these, well, you want that another big name to join the club who can kind of take some burden off him, you know, because Pogba, he's not going to get the goals and assists. That's He's just never had that element to his games. Rashford, he, he contributed 40 goals and assists this year. Fair play, you know, I, I get it. Yeah, which is which he's done. He's done great, and obviously he's been injured for a long time. He's had a long time injury, and he's carried, keep, kept on going from that injury. He's picked you know, he's up long knocks along the way as well. To be fair to him, he's never really nursed that injury properly because of the amount of games that we've just played. So obviously now we've got the Euros coming up. So I, that's another tournament there, and obviously whenever he gets a rest, I don't know when that's going to happen. That's going to be a tough one other, for him. Uh, other than that, who Cavani? Yeah, Cavani, to be fair in. to him, to be fair to him he's in the actual in. game, he was he showed the most work ethic out of everybody alongside McTominay. You know, we saw him kind of in the in his own penalty area, kind of defending. And this isn't in in a corner, for example, defending a corner. It was him kind of tracking back. Whereas you kind of look for that release as well. Like you saw him tracking back so much. Like don't get me wrong, it's brilliant that your striker's doing that, but. When the ball ends up at the other side, other end of the pitch, there was kind of nobody there, and it kind of kept coming and coming and coming in the second half, in terms of creating chances for Villarreal. And it, it it's a bit of a shame, really, that you guys went out in that way. Um, keeper letting you down in terms of his penalty. You know, you can't really expect him to be burying it. Or, but looking at um, the, the the keeper for. Um, for Villarreal, he just levered his penalty. Um, I think, you know, as a keeper, you can't really go wrong with that. Um, but I don't know, De Gea tried to be a little bit more cute and try and uh, play. He shouldn't it. have even gone down to that. The, the, uh, it shouldn't have even gone down to that, that penalty, realistically. Like, you went all the way to from 100, 120 minutes, you know what I mean, of football yeah. into that. That's that's not what should be happening, regardless. So I can't, I can't really blame De Gea on that penalty, you know. And, and to be honest, their penalty is like immaculate. But so, someone, one of my mates, was telling me that these type of teams, when when you when when you face a team that's a massive underdog into the game, they will practice like week on ends for penalties. You know, they want the game to go down to penalties. If there's a split chance for them to win it at that moment, you know, they're gonna take that because. Now you're down to a lottery of 50-50. So you could tell by the penalties that they had taken, everything was top bins, whether it's left, right, through the middle, it was roofed, you know, so that is not happening overnight. That is with a lot of practice, but it shouldn't have gone down to that. I think even even in, I think even in, uh, in a sense, it was a kind of an air of luck for you guys in terms of getting to that point, because they, their keeper got their hand on, I think, two penalties. One, one from Fernandez. He he ditched the um, the hop and step. He got a hand, hand to it, uh, which he should have really kept out. Um, and I can't remember who the other one was from, but I, I, I'm not too sure to be honest because it was one of them ones where both sides' penalties were like solid. I know United, um, you know, they had a, a couple of like near misses in terms of uh, potentially having a um, a penalty saved, but I don't know. It was it was kind of unlucky for it to go that far. Um, but I guess it shows the quality of both teams on penalties, and 
yeah, like I said, it was unlucky that the keeper had to be the one to miss it. But yeah. Well, this is this is it, you know. As in, um, you can't. I can't. It went. It went. It was going. Basically, it was going to go after that penalty. It was going to go back around again. So, no one had missed. You know, it wasn't like we'd missed. They'd missed. They were all just went in straight. So, from that from that point onwards, is you know anyone's game. Uh, but like I said, it, the game should have been finished in normal time. You know, it shouldn't have even gone down to extra time nor should have even gone to penalties I think it was the fact that you only had one you only had one shot on target uh, in the second half or even in the whole game actually which was a a strange one and that was the goal Um, I don't know it's just one one of them curious cases where you guys had enough of the ball but I think it seemed to be in the wrong areas of the pitch. You know, it was a lot of trying to keep the ball, um, keeping possession um, and just trying to retain it really, rather than, you know, actually penetrating and getting a goal. Yeah. But- yes. Yeah, so since that Maguire injury, you know, people say that, oh, he's shit and all that, whatever. But everyone knows he's not the quickest player, but when it comes down to on the ball and how he kind of distributes the ball around and obviously dictates the play from the back, He's actually quite a big player for United. You've got two other players. Lindelof is absolute shit. Bailly was just rash. You know, he's got no kind of technical ability. So playing out from the back, if you watch United games, obviously, which I do, anyone, you can say what you want to say, but we do play out the back. Everything comes out from the back. And it starts off with Maguire, Maguire to Shaw, and then it kind of makes its way up that way. From It's always that way. It goes down the left because, you know, Shaw's kind of pivotal to attack. And you see the strides that he makes going forward and the amount of strides that he makes going forward. Um, you know, so it's key from that. But since that injuries happen from the back, it shambles. Do you know what makes me laugh? Is yeah. we got so much hate when Van Dyke got injured, Matic got injured, Gomez got injured. We had Fabinho playing at the back, uh, even at Henderson at one point. But then when United have one injury, literally just one injury, the whole shit come like the whole ship sinks pretty much. And it's just like, oh, you got one injury. Like we've missed our like first choice centre backs for most of the season, and now only you guys want to realise that. Oh, okay. No, mate. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone. This. This. Nah, 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 nah. The timeline nah, 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 nah. was loving. Nah, nah, nah. They nah. were loving it. Bro, it's if, if we're gonna call names, yeah. There's only one person that loves it. Yeah. It's, it's Amir, bro. It's because he bombed nah, him. Nah, it wasn't a, even. He's a Pep Guardiola. It wasn't he's even. Pep Guardiola bombed him, bro. Nah, nah, it was, bro. This guy nah. loves Pep Guardiola. We bro. need to give Amir a a chance to respond to that uh, allegation. <laughs> but come on, bro. Nah, Amir, you got to get on and defend yourself uh, and explain yeah, your love. Come on, Pep. bro. Nah, man, you yeah, got United fans, man. Not saying you, but a lot of the timeline was just loving up the fact that oh, Liverpool fans are making excuses for the slump, uh, blaming Van Dijk. You know, the classic one is Liverpool fans are acting like Van Dyke's dead. But that just, man, I guess that's toxic. Wait, Twitter. Uh, but as in, yeah, if you're looking at Twitter, you can't really then be there. Well, who, who are you expecting to come well, out and justify themselves? Do I, do I talk to these men? 
Yeah, but exactly. Do I nah, talk to nah, these man? Nah, nah, nah. But this is your fan bro, base Twitter's well. like, bro. This Twitter's like troll. I'll find out some fucking shit from Liverpool fans about some <laughs> bollocks, bro. Well, what's nah, your point? Nah, nah. We're not what's as bad. Point, as, we're not as bad as United fans. Nah, hey, bro. Hey, Everyone we, knows we, we troll, and we, we have a sample. We have a sample. We have a sample, and that is Mr. Aman Kumar. <laughs> come on, <laughs> defend yourself, bro. <laughs> oh, mate, Aman, I'm calling you out. <laughs> You're gonna take that, Aman. Come on, man, we gotta get you on the show. <laughs> nah, man, he's you, using you... you as a stratified sample, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mihi will back that point as well, man. <laughs> bro, mate, you're gonna take that, so that's how we just get Royal Rumble out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the power names are getting called out. Nah, man. One man we don't need on the show is Rahul. <laughs> <laughs> nah, then all the seriousness just goes, bro. Nah, but this guy comes on. In 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 all like fairness, now you guys understand like how pivotal even just one player is to a system and how a team plays. You know, even just that leadership quality of like you know other players around them struggling like. You'd, you'd think that the likes of uh, Lindelof and Bai would struggle without someone having someone that's a little bit more vocal. Um, you, you can see Shaw's performance has even dropped off um, without having the comfort of Maguire playing. Yeah, maybe. yeah, hundred percent. Mate, come on, man! Like Van Dyke's like, well, but not even Van, not best. even just Van Dyke. Like he is but the best. He was the best. He was the best. But then you've also got was Joe Gomez best. next to him. No, no, he is the best. Let, let's let's he let's was nah 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 let's make this right, absolutely come back on the come back on let's this make this, this one, absolutely this one. damn clear van dyke <laughs> is was the best, the best. Right, was i'll put i'll best. put him here diaz can be about here i'd say that's that's fair he's about halfway Let, let's see in it like obviously next season van dyke's gonna come back and obviously let's see that, let's see where the injury when they're both playing in it when they're both playing i don't think i have much toll when they look at him, man, physically he's a monster, bro. Like <coughs> ACL, yeah. He's he's not playing the Euros. He's fit. He's been fit for ages, you know. He's he's, he's not fit, but he's been doing light training. He could have been yeah. easier to play the Euros. He's taking the option not to play in the Euros. Apparently, you know, so Gomez like, is the most advanced out of them in terms of rehab. Um, but he's oh, had he's fair. had a couple of ACLs now. Uh, I think this yeah, might yeah, be his third one. Um, that's what we used to. Yeah, but now we've got Konate coming in <laughs> as well. So you know. Another ACL injury. Nah, 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 nah. Let's not, let's not wish that. Touch wood. Touch wood. Not, not, nothing like that happens. But yeah, it's going to be a problem when Van Dyke and Canate together, God willing, mate. It's over for you guys. It's finished. But yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, let's let's move on to the Champions League final now. Um, it was a shock result uh, for many of us. Uh, I'm. Kind of my money shot, on. I, I said, I said it like four months ago, bro. Chelsea are gonna win it. Nah, man. I had my money on. I had my money on City. You know the Guardiola fact of uh, Amir. Shout out. Um, but did you hear that story? Actually, um, Yaya Torre's agent came out and oh, the said, judge. "Yeah, bro." Yeah, yeah. I heard about the judge. That's wild, man. Made you think: Is this real? Bro, there's Berardi's, there's like Adebayo, he's got that judge story as well. Have you heard his? Nah. What's that? That his um, family put judge on him, his mum. What, so he fell off? Well, basically, what, what the story is, is 
well, naturally, you know, the, the players that come from these kind of, you know, the more of the, you know, the lesser kind of developed countries, you know, in terms of their background, they're, they're more on the, the lower side. So obviously they provide when they, when they're footballers, they provide for back home and they don't provide for just their inner family. They provide for, tends to be a wider extended family, mainly sometimes even a village. So obviously he used to give money back home, back home, back home, you know, constantly. And then, um, his family, immediate family, like his mom, his siblings and stuff, they were quite envious. Like he used to have nice watches and cars and gums and all this kind of stuff. And then they they used to kind of keep calling him out, like, oh, you're only giving us this much. And then you're there rolling around with this kind of stuff. Jeez. So obviously then, yeah, you know what I mean? So it is like, geez, because obviously man's there earning it. It's from his own skill. And the envy has kind of come from his, like, you know, his supposedly his biggest supporters, like his immediate family, you know, so then it went really south, like the relationship, and then he stopped, he stopped giving them money, you know, um, and stopped supporting them. So he suspects that his mom done some voodoo <laughs> doll shit, yeah? And obviously this kind of stuff like there, they believe in that shit, innit? and it goes down quite a lot. She believes that someone done that to him, and obviously, like, that's why his career went just down, and obviously he had that Togo attack where he was stuck in a bus, like he suspects that's the reason of all of that stuff. Just wild shit. But yeah. to be fair to to be fair to Chelsea, they were the better team on the night. They had some cracking chances as well. Timo Werner, let's start with him. Should have buried it off. Man. He is. I mean, I guess he's one of them ones like Firmino. You don't really expect him to uh, score goals. He's kind of there to be a provider, break the line, I guess. Uh, and kind of yeah, he's up. a good, he's a good like runner, like past the line. He's got a good work rate. Like, a lot of the qualities I'm stating it just seems like a, a league one player or something. Like Dharma Traore, there's, no, right? there's no like technical ability. Like he's finishing shit. Like oh yeah, he's got good oh. work rate. He could run the line. That's about it. But technically, yeah, he's never going to score your wild goal. Horrible. I can't remember the last time he's even scored a goal. Forget a wild goal. How many did he get in the league? I think it was about six. Yeah, I don't know. Mate, you know your shit when Bobby Firmino's uh, scoring more goals than you in the season. That, that's just saying something. <laughs> How oh, many has he got? Like nine or something. Mate, I'll take it. I'll take that. Jeez. What, what's going to happen next season with this guy? Who? Bobby? Yeah. Man. Next season, he's just going to like get three. We'll see. It just depends who we buy. Um there's talk of no names really. I think Sancho was probably one of them, but apparently he's in talks to United. But we need a striker. Um, Daxon Pat, uh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Patson Daka, that's the one, not Daxon Patter. Uh, yeah, Patson Daka. Yeah, he was he was uh, one of them. Uh, the names mentioned apparently were close with him. Um, that will probably make Firmino a little bit more of a, a squad player, but. We'll see in it. We we need goals coming from uh, that central striker position. Uh, someone Mane looks dead as well now. I don't know with him because I in the on the last episode that I was on, I was saying cash in on the geezer, but since fans have been back, the guy's been bagging goals. What, so I don't know game? with him. Now two games he bagged against Burnley, I think it was. I played really well against Burnley and then bagged against. Um, uh, Palace, I think it was, on the last day. I don't know, man. He's just one of them ones where he's just suddenly just come out of the blue. But I, I stand by what I said, really. Um, I think 
on that left-hand side, we probably need uh, someone like Sancho uh, coming in. But I don't know, because Mane's got pace as well. So I, I don't know if Sancho's got the same pace, if he's got the same work rate as Mane. Um, I'm not sure, but we need to tie Salah down on a new deal because the Sancho guy... plays on the right, doesn't it? So I don't think he's going to... No, he plays on the left as well sometimes. He can play both. But I don't know, man. We need someone that's um, quick and someone that works well with Robertson. But yeah, going back, going back to the Champions League final... Um, I thought Mason Mount, quality. I think, but he, he's he, he's shown how good he is in the past. Uh, kind of, he's always been quality. Though, I don't know. He hasn't got the credit that he deserves, though. If I'm honest, yeah, that he yeah, had a lot of doubters, and I don't know that KD the KDB injury. One. You know what? I thought that was kind of planned. You know that. That that. Well, yeah, man. It, it, it seemed... Um, I don't know. Planned by KD, KDB. No, it, it seemed like it was like intentional by Rudiger. Like, he knew what he was doing. He kind of got his arms up to, to rock him a little bit. Um, and it was just unfortunate that he uh, fractured his orbital. It's a boxer's injury. Who, who scored the goal for them? Kai Havertz. No, Man City. It, 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 Man City didn't score in the, the, the final. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, they didn't score. Yeah, like I can say the same thing about Man City when talk about you know like no one turned up. Yeah, I mean Edison made a massive mistake for the goal. He just rushed out, but yeah, but even I, I also even that, what, what was going on with the back line, bro? Oh like, my god! Like Walker, was it Walker? Who's playing right back? Walker. Walker <coughs> and Stones was yeah, way too close to him. Stones. And then it was just Diaz and like um, Cancelo just left. No, it was Zinchenko. Like, Zinchenko. Was, oh yeah, he, and Zinchenko turned into a centre back, and Diaz was centre back, and you're there thinking, wait, where the hell are the rest of the defenders? And you just see them on the byline somehow all squashed there, both of them. And you're thinking, what the hell? It was literally just one pass that split them open, and you wouldn't really think for a team that's conceded so little goals this season, they'd concede a goal like that. And for all the hype this, going this into is... them. This is another reason why, I'll be honest with you, Kyle Walker, I just dead him off, bro, from England as well, man. He's like, just got pace. Bro. He's, he, bro, he does nothing, bro. Like, attacking-wise, he's got nothing there. Like, he's he, honestly, just, I don't I don't get it. Like, yeah, he's just got pace. Prone to a mistake. Yeah, On the other side, though. Prone to a mistake. On the other side, though, compare him to Reese James. Reese James had quality in that, in, in that, um, in that yeah, final, he's a beast, bro. Look at him physically; he's a monster, bro. But like, again, prone to again, mistakes. Fine, he but... can go forward, attacking wise. You know, it's there. So, so out of the two, depending on wait, uh, has he taken Trippier as well? Yeah, Trent, well, Trent got injured, so he's not going to be starting it, now. No, but um, is he out of the tournament? He's out. Thigh injury. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. Uh, you're so not who's, gonna who's the replacement? He's going to bring another right back in. I think he should bring in Lingard. Yeah, probably. Like, you have to. Him or Ward-Prowse, I think it'll so be. So, wait, wait, wait. So, before, before this, he had Trent, James, Walker, and Trippier. And Chilwell, right I'm sure. Say, no, obviously, but, that's... But saying, that's that Trippier, like... saying that Trippier can play left-back left back pretty much. So, he's kind of taken three each. Kind of. I think his, his reasoning was three each, basically. Yeah, but you don't even play that many games. Why the fuck do you need three? Bro, have you seen the other, other teams? Bro, you Stacked. know, Belgium, they've taken five defenders. Stacked. 
We've taken like 11. 10. It's 10. That's horrible. 10, bro. That, 10. Do you think that's like a think... fucking 25 man? Bro, even a 25 man squad in the Premier League wouldn't even have fucking 10 defenders. Do you think that's because he wants to play back five? So, so yeah, so... yeah. he wants to play as many defenders as he can, bro. I, I, I agree that you should play a back five, fine. But it's just who you who you pick. In that right back. The no, right why, back. How could you agree with playing a back five? It worked. Man? It worked in tournament football. It, we're not gonna go we're not we're not notorious for this free flow in football, dependent it, even who even like kind of uh it doesn't really matter who But who pick. did it work against, bro? When you're playing like the minds like well, Poland and shit like that, the five back, bro, it was the shittest football. Like we, it's, we weren't it's that it was, one game. It was nil nil. It's it that one nil-nil. one nilers. That that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, but we beat Austria and that was shit as all yesterday. But it gets us through. If you look at when we played a four, four at the back against Iceland, we got fucked up by them. Iceland, we got what, fucked up What, when we lost 2-1? Yeah, we got fucked up by them for the whole game. Like, the whole game. I don't watch matches, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably the only one in our group that actually watches them. Uh, but, yeah, we got fucked up by them, man. Is that when we lost 2-1? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched that game. Yeah, we were yeah. horrible, but bro, that was ages ago. That one. Nah, but it's the it's the same thing. It's no, no, no. This is different. Thing. This is different, bro. This is the team is different. They've, they've not had this crop of players of like, the, the attacking talent, of talent. Uh, yeah, the abundance of talent that they've had. I mean, in a, in we a looked hot at, world. Nah, I, I mean, back in the days of uh, Bex, Gerard, Lamp, Skulls, what we yeah, had. But that. Who were the backup? Who were the backup from that, bro? Even now, the bench is stacked. Back then, the bench wasn't stacked. You had you had six players. Six players had to play. This dickhead couldn't even put six players in the right position. That's all. That's how stupid he was, bro. That, I that know, was man. it. I mean, now, I'd, pr- now I'd obviously you've got prefer so the attack. Much quality. I, I'd, I'd even prefer in the, the attack, but I don't know who would you play. Who would you play at right back out of uh, Walker and um, Walker and James? If you played a four, that is. I think you have to play Walker. Even though I don't like the guy, but you have to play him. The only reason is because James doesn't he doesn't play a four back for Chelsea, he plays a three five back. So it's trying to play in a four is obviously gonna be a bit difficult. And obviously, like like you said, Walker's got more pace. But um, isn't he the shitter one of the two though? Who Walker? Yeah. He is, but I've not I can't really judge. James in a four because Chelsea don't play a four. So whole all of the whole of the last well, this season he's played in a five. So would you have said that you'd so, start Trent? Oh yeah, if, if, he, if he was there. Yeah, easily. Trent starts all day long. See, that's where we've kind of you know, it, man, eighty seventh minute as well in a dead rubber. Again, I didn't I didn't watch the game. So ah I, man, I had, I had... thigh injury as well. Those are those are quite nasty. Yeah, maybe he just faked it, just so he doesn't. What after all? After all of that drama, after his post, silence the doubters. And then the doubters won. I mean, no, the injury won. (laughs) That's another one of those uh, voodoo dolls. So someone definitely dropped a bit of nuzzle on him. Judged his leg. Man. But in terms of the Champions League final, let's 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 go back to that. With the striker situation uh, at 
City. Did you feel that maybe Guardiola changed it up too late? You know, he brought Aguero on. He had that that chance um, near the end of the game. Did you think that he could have done something a lot earlier in the game um, to kind of change things up? Or yeah, I think because he's played uh, Tuchel like three times now. I think obviously one of them he played him at home, and it was straight after the FA Cup game. And obviously, I think they both or Chelsea rotated, and I think so did Man City. And I think Chelsea ended up losing two one. Um, I think Guardiola was a bit confused. I think how to kind of take this game. I think he knows, you know, what Tuchel does, how he plays, but obviously he's trying to counteract that. You know, how how does he go about doing it? And with many of Guardiola's teams that you've seen throughout the years, there's always been this kind of weakness that people have been able to exploit and he can't, you know, he, it doesn't matter what he does, he, he just can't get around it. You know, he'll, he'll come back next year and probably, he'll probably just buy a couple of players, kind of expand, you know, wherever areas that he thinks he's weak at, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what he could have done. Maybe yeah. You have to. When you're losing one 0 you've got to. You've got to go all out, right? It's a final. It's all or nothing. So you got to put all the strikers on. He you bought Jesus on. on. Yeah, uh, he, he, he bought uh, Aguero on. Uh, I can't remember who else he he bought on. Um, in terms of in terms of the attack, I, I don't know. I think the KDB one injury was kind of very similar to the effect that. You know, the, the Salah, remember Salah and Ramos? It had a, it kind of had a yeah, negative yeah. Incap, impact on the team. You know, the psychology behind it being, you know, you've lost your best player and, you know, heads drop. Um, but then you saw Gundogan go into the, uh, the more advanced position. I think, I, I do think in the midfield, though, he made a mistake of not playing Fernandinho or Rodri. He, he went all out, but got kind of uh, beaten in midfield. And I, I think that's where the battle was lost really you know Kante was winning the ball well, well this this was it he does these kind of erratic things that you don't really expect him to do and you're there thinking why did you do that biggest game of the season as well and to tinker uh, even like Foden Foden played all of his games and he's played every game on the left he played up front didn't and, he well he as a false nine in, yeah you played him kind of like false nine and you're there thinking or even was it false nine or midfield? I think Kevin Kevin De Bruyne played false nine. I think they were kind of interchanging between the two, but yeah, and then you're there thinking, why did you do that? Like, he's played on the left like, the whole time. He tries to be this bougie guy, man. But it's just at the wrong time, you know. Fair enough. If you, if you tried it two three games in a row now, where Foden plays in the midfield, Kevin De Bruyne is doing this, but for the last two three games, he wasn't even playing his first team. He was just rotating in and around, you know. Like, he wasn't even trying anything. It was just, it was weird because obviously I was watching the City game and seeing, you know, how, how is he taking this game? What what players is he playing? You know, who is he playing? And then it was just kind of like, yeah, let's just keep going, keep going, try and keep up some fitness or whatever. But in terms of putting new formations out, trying something new, you know, for that one game in the final, he wasn't he wasn't really doing anything. I think it was the wrong time, sense. wrong timing to do it. They already boxed off the league. They had, they had, unlike Chelsea, they had opportunities to experiment with formations and, uh, you know, what players should be playing for that one game. And I don't think he kind of utilised that moment. Yeah, I think it, he already had a game plan of how he wanted to operate before, and and he was just 
stubborn and he just stuck with that, you know, and that and that was that. He wasn't going to deviate from it. Yeah, man. It, it, it was a bit strange, not going to lie. And I think he has, he has definitely has something against Aguero because playing a false nine and not have, not playing one of your strikers, I don't know. You saw the crocodile tears, in my opinion, uh, saying that we can't replace Aguero, is it irreplaceable and whatnot. Crying yeah, on TV. Fake. fake man. Right. Such an actor. In my opinion... Yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you not see what Aguero's dad said? Like, yeah. Aguero, it's all yeah. No Messi, no party for him in the Champions League, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Maybe he tries to sign him again. Yeah, we'll see. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, that's it. Hold it there. Well, it's been a good discussion on... Uh, both the Europa League final and the Champions League final. A uh, couple of shout outs to some of the guys uh, for their opinion. We're expecting you guys on the show uh, anytime soon. So, yeah, th- thanks for tuning into another episode of the podcast. Make sure you follow us on all social medias and, um, and our YouTube and stay safe. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Please share it with your friends and family and don't forget to leave a review on the various podcast platforms. We'll see you next time.